The only way to avoid settling is by continuing to know your worth. Sometimes you might not even be aware that you're settling because your habits are just that comfortable. Settling in a relationship means letting go of things that are important to you and who you are and how you like to be treated and loved. On this episode, I will be discussing some controversial questions regarding relationships, advice, and guidance. And let's be honest, some gems that are just interesting to hear. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Pocket of Change, the podcast, hosted every Sunday for listeners just like you. My name is Leisha McKeithen, a motivational speaker based out of Atlanta, Georgia, hoping to provide resources of positivity and uplift that you just can't get anywhere else. Since I'm definitely rooted in my faith, you'll get that too. But trust, my words should inspire non-believers too. Well, let me stop talking so y'all can get to listening to this episode. So for this particular episode, I actually asked two of my good friends to join me in answering some questions regarding relationships because I feel like they are very sound in regards to relationships and they've been together for a while. Um, Also, I feel like I have a perspective as well, but it's almost the polar opposite of their perspective at times. So listen in on some of the questions I ask them and their perspective. And if you are the type of person that is having a hard time in your relationship or you're having a hard time getting into one, I really feel like this podcast is going to benefit you in so many ways. My name is Capri. (laughs) I'm from East Palo Alto, California. And uh, I've been running track all my life, all throughout high school and college, uh, where I met Tuan. Uh, so we have known each other for about six years now. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself, and then he'll tell, tell you our status. What's up? My name is Antoine. I'm from Camden, New Jersey. And like Caprice, I've been running track all my life. And we are dating exclusively <laughs> with marriage in the long haul. Okay. <laughs> So Twan and Caprice were actually in a long distance relationship for majority of their relationship. And so I asked them some really transparent or vulnerable questions about how did that create a barrier in their relationship? So as you listen in on the episode and as you listen in on them, they're giving their perspective. First, they're giving their perspective on what they had to do in order to sustain their relationship in a situation that is not normal. So when you are not face-to-face with your partner, um, often it becomes a moment where you have to be more creative than the the norm. So I want y'all to listen in as they share their perspective. I've had a long day, right? And Mm -hmm. and I want somebody to hug me or I want to, you know, somebody to comfort me physically. Um, He's unable to do that. And Mm -hmm. so what he has to do is find different ways to make me feel that comfort from afar. And to make me feel like I'm not alone from afar. Um, and, and that's hard. And then I have to be receptive uh, with that. You know what I mean? So, Twan, what would you say are some things that you did to make her feel like you were there or, like, present? 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, like sending her flowers at one time. I, you remember oh, yes. Oh, my God. I remember I that. Flowers while she was in class. I was um, so excited but so stressed out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, text messages, long text messages, love notes, things of that nature. Uh, love that notes. Definitely, you know, help, help me help her. Um, in the areas that, you know, I wasn't able to be there. That's funny. <laughs> no, this is, you know, I really am a hopeless romantic. So, like, hearing this, it's like, first, I feel like as millennials, we do the things that our parents used to do or that are that old school love. We just don't glorify it because it appears mm-hmm. as if it's, like, you lame. So when I hear love yep. notes or when I hear, like, I sent flowers, it's like, that still is cool. Like, not, I mean, like, it might not appear in the forefront, but like, people like to get that. Like, mm-hmm. no one gets flowers and be like, I don't want those. Like, right. Even if in the back of your mind, like, he might be a little corny, you like, but he corny for me. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so, I definitely could say that that's a beautiful thing. I, I would encourage you or implore you. To, to do that same thing, although y'all are in the same space, but try to find that same energy that you gave when she was away as if she's present, because sometimes we get into a comfort where, oh, okay, we know that person's going to be there. So like, we never, we don't, we don't go the extra mile anymore because we know, okay, she'll respond or she she doesn't really want flowers anymore because I mean I did that when she was far away when like no she wants flowers no right we still right. want this no I still right. want you to rub my shoulder I still want yeah. you to do all the little small things even though they feel small to you those are those are the nuances of our relationship that I hold true to you and not just to anybody like anybody could give me flowers but I'm getting them from you which makes it right more. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think I love that y'all were still able to find, like, creative ways, but then also, like, staying true. And then even when you said long text messages, it's like, people don't even do that anymore. It'd be like, hey, right. mm-hmm. see you soon. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. I'm good for a voice memo. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of down for playing it a little bit, too, just because, Juan would send me a message every single morning, and it would never be the same. Oh. Um, and I think that alone was, like, soothing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, like, he's thinking about me, and, you know, he's wishing me well, and he's calling me his queen, and, uh, you know, telling me something that he's proud of or whatever. And it was always just, like, something special, you know? Yeah. And Do so you I feel kept, like – kept... Go ahead. Keep going. You can keep going. Oh no! I was just saying, like it kept me, it kept me with the like almost like a butterfly feeling, like oh mm-hmm. okay, like what is he I gonna say to, tomorrow? Like, yeah, like right, like he's sweet, like I like this, I appreciate this, like who who does this, you know? Yeah, I definitely can remember talking about Twine before I met Twine with you, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. when when you put a face with a name, you're like, oh my god, yo, Twine, you're like really yeah. my brother, even though yeah. he doesn't know me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I talk about you sharing with me about Twine, I would go and ask you, how did your family, friends, peers, anybody you shared about Twine or anybody you shared about Caprice, 
how did they impact your relationship, either in the past or currently? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think in the beginning, um, I spoke to a lot of individuals, like a lot of my friends um, and family about Plan. Um, and I felt like, I, and I'm saying this from, from the Caprice right now, I feel like it wasn't a good idea just because there were so many different opinions and so many people telling me, like, oh, you sure you want to do that? Or they would put, like, negative. What do you think is the most important thing to know about yourself before entering a relationship? Um, I don't think it's just one thing. I think you have to know yourself as a whole before mm-hmm. you step into a relationship. Um, just like Will, Swiss, Will Smith said, you can't be the happiness. She has to have her happiness or vice versa before you go into a relationship. And I think that's true. Um, I can't put that all on Caprice to make me happy because I have to make myself happy first and vice versa for her. So I think as a person, you have to know yourself all around, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, before you actually step into a relationship. Yeah. Caprice, what would you Uh, say? Um. I think that one of the most important things that uh, you need to know about yourself before entering a relationship is um, who you are. I think you need to know your triggers. I think you need to know um, what your expectations are um, and what your hopes are, right? Because I think a lot of times uh, people get into relationships just because the person may make them feel good. The person may be fine as hell, um, and they see, you know, future as in, like, oh, I want to have his baby, I want to have, you know, her kids, whatever, um, but don't really think about are you willing and are you ready uh, to, to, to mix in your triggers and, and your mm. your stuff, your, all that stuff that comes with a person, you know what I mean, your traumas, your past stuff, your, your daddy issues, um, mm-hmm. are, you, are you willing to, to be vulnerable and, and speak about that stuff, you know, hold yourself accountable uh, when you know when you enter this relationship, um, I think that's when like like when Twan is saying you have to know yourself. I think that 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 daddy stuff and then traumas, then triggers, all that stuff is important so that when you do get in a relationship, it, it's easier to identify when it's when it's you and not mm-hmm. the person. Because oftentimes in, in the beginning, I, I think I, I put a lot of things on Twan because I, I because I had no idea that it was it was about me. It was about me not having a daddy. It was about me missing or feeling that loneliness or, or feeling like I didn't want to give, you know, my independence away, yada, yada, yada. That was stuff that I had to deal with internally. Um, so, yeah, I think we, I know you said one, one important thing, but I think there's many things like Twan mentioned that you got to, you should know prior to engaging in a relationship with someone else. Hmm. I guess. For me, why it's difficult for me to process that, not that I disagree, is that sometimes you don't know that you don't know until you don't know and you're in a situation you didn't know. I know that was a a tongue-twisting thought, but I swear you are literally like, okay, I think I'm good. I know my triggers. I mean, I'm good. And then you're not. Yeah, no, I, I, no. You I, are I, not because I think you made a good point. Some trigger that came about, like you have literally put in the back, underneath the bed, thrown across the water, 
so far in the distance that you forgot that that was a trigger because you have let it go. And then somebody brings something up that just like scratches the surface and you're like, wait a minute, I don't like that. Don't say that to me. But you don't really know how to verbalize because then you have to tap into that, which sometimes can cause a whole nother situation. But I definitely, sometimes you don't know, but I would say those are two pieces of really good advice about just like identifying who you are. I also would say um, something that's important is, are you willing to invest time? Like literally, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot more time than you than you even think in your mind it's going to be. Like you're thinking, okay, yeah. you know, we can just like you're. I don't know if you, when you're going through the talking stage, you're like, oh, I can do this. Um, but then you realize, like, oh, that's like all. That's like half of my time is now going to someone else. Mm-hmm. Their struggles for the day. They're now telling you about those struggles. Not only the struggles of their day, but then, like, they're in looking for you to, like, be their support. So are you in the space to be like, okay, I can give this time? That's what I would say, like, to think about do you have enough time for yourself in general? And then to add that you will eliminate some of the time you have for yourself for somebody else. Are you willing to do that? Because if not, then somebody is getting the short end of the stick every single time. In relationships, we often look to our friends and our family as support. Um, And not only just support, but almost as a backbone to the security of our relationship, rather than going to our partner as the security and the backbone for our relationship. So I asked Caprice and Twine, how did their family, friends, loved ones influence their decision-making in their relationship? Because it's so important for us to be aware of how we're influenced and how our relationship can be a catalyst for the influence we get from our friends and family. So as I talk about you sharing with me about Twine, I would go and ask you, how did your family, friends, peers, Anybody you shared about Swan or anybody you shared about Caprice, how did they impact your relationship, either in the past or currently? You want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. Um, So for me, I think in the beginning, um, I spoke to a lot of individuals, like a lot of my friends um, and family about Swan, um, and I felt like... I, and I'm saying this from from the Caprice right now, I feel like it wasn't a good idea just because there was so many different opinions and so many mm-hmm. people telling me, like, oh, you sure you want to do that? Or they would put, like, negative things in my mind, like, you sure he's not out there cheating on you? Like, how you know he's for you? Like, you know, certain yeah. things like that. It would, like, it would kind of, like, alter my feelings, even though I felt in my spirit and my gut that, like, I was good and that we were good. It still kind of made me react in certain ways and, like, I would kind of change a little bit to like who I was um, when he would like respond to me. For example, you know, usually if it's like late night and he said he's going out, I trust that he says he's going out with his boys. Cool. No problem. But then as people start to put these things in my head, now I'm questioning, Oh, who are you going with? Oh, who are you with? Right. That's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And it's yeah, a lot to so, check somebody else. 
like with what they doing because you already got enough going on. Like, yeah, it's no, definitely I, I, a lot. Absolutely. And so just moving forward, I think with growing with Twan and also just growing as an individual, I had learned to minimize that mm. and minimize those people and minimize who I was speaking to about my relationship and to just check myself on who I was getting advice and opinions from. Um, and I think that that today has helped and shaped me in this relationship because now I'm, I'm, I'm not really speaking to my friends per se. Uh, I, I may express to them how I'm feeling, but I don't expect them to respond to me or give me an answer, if that makes any sense. But I'm I'm speaking to married people. I'm speaking to my uncle who's married. I'm speaking to yeah. my aunt. People married, that right? are either in the space that you want to be in, and it's, I mean, like, it has a good foundation, or Absolutely. people who are growing into the same space that you are instead of, like, I don't know, like, you don't go to um, – a broke person and ask them how they became a millionaire. Like you just, it's just like you go to the right people for the right thing. Sometimes you yes. can't go to your single friends and ask them what you should do with your man. Like, Mm-mm. no, ma'am, no, sir. So yeah, that's uh, what I've been doing now, and it's it's actually impacted my relationship and in, in my my personal life on a whole new level. Like, uh, I'm I'm kind of more so trying to grow myself so that I can grow with him. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Juan, Juan's like, I can't follow like... that. <laughs> yes, yeah, you can. Totally <laughs> it was it was totally different for me. Um, you know, very I, I I had people, you know, very supportive. Um, you know, family members, my friends. <laughs> not saying that they're bad friends or anything, but they really didn't like encourage me in areas that I, I feel like they could have encouraged me in. But it was more so just family encouraging me, like, you know, Twan, make sure you do the right thing, you know, make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, you hold yourself accountable to whatever you do. And, you know, that, that has helped me a lot. Um, and Caprice knows personally, I'm not one to really just talk to people mm-hmm. and express myself, whether it's about me or anybody mm-hmm. else. Um, I kind of just, you know, hold that aside or hold it in myself. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the people I did tell or express her or just express myself to, they did help me, um, you know, make some good decisions and to, you know, put us where we are right now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, though. What I really gathered from that was be careful who you decide you want to share your information with regarding your relationship. Honestly, that's not just about relationships. I know this episode is about relationships and settling, um, but I think that goes for your whole life. Be careful about who you share your information with because everyone's advice is not sound. Um, You hope that it is and you hope that um, they're trying to be helpful, but sometimes they just don't have enough knowledge to be giving you a clear um, piece of advice. And so you have to be vigilant of that. And if you feel like they are giving you good advice, then great, listen. But also be aware when someone has a lack of knowledge and they're just talking. Um, That's why I tried my hardest to share with y'all that I'm not an expert on any of these topics that I share. But I hope that the people that I have as visitors um, can give you a little more insight than just what I have question to you all is like kind of the last question what do you feel like is the necessary thing for you all to do for your relationship for it to sustain sustain itself like 
What do you feel like each one of you have to give to your relationship for it to sustain? Um, this is a really good question, Alicia. Really? Um, I, I just was thinking yeah. about it as we were talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a really good question. Uh, and I think it's a question that we should continue to ask each other. Um, so I'm going to write that down after this is over. But mm-hmm. um, I think something that Twan and I have to continue to do is keep open lines of communication, um, ensure that we take nothing personal, uh, and that we ask and not assume. Um, we comfort instead of, you feel me, blaming or, or, okay. or you know, like, like pointing the finger, you know what I mean? Um, and so I think that those are some, some necessary things. And just to remember to, to, to love on the person to, and to remember that the person isn't perfect. And I think mm-hmm. when you, when I, when I do that, I'm gonna speak for myself. When I kind of step back and I think like he's a person, you know, he makes mistakes. He's, mm-hmm. he's just like my, he's, you know, he's just like myself. Um, that kind of, kind of gets my bar down and I'm able to see him as a person. Um, and then I approach him as such, instead of just, you're supposed to be a man. You're supposed, yeah, to oh man. You're supposed to do that, yes. and, and and yada yada yada. I have to do less of that and more of. Baby, can you tell me why? Da, 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 da. Mm. You know what I mean? Can you help me understand why you decided to do this instead of that? Some some more of that. So that's that's, that's what I'll say. You go ahead, Tuan. Wow, <laughs> not sure if I can really take you back over of that because kind of took the words right out of my mouth. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> right. It was good. <laughs> And I think it's just what can you add to that? Making more memories too, you know, like oh yeah, like you know, going places spontaneously too, you know, not even planning. Like hey, let's go to the beach. Like oh really? Yeah, I already got everything. We are gonna go, and it's like you know, moments like that. It's like wow, like we're able to do things like that, and it, we're doing them together, and it's just more memories, man. I love it. I, I would I would add to that because he literally just did that. And no, I'm for real. He literally just did that, Lisa. You'd be proud. What did he, I was like, what, uh, what did he do? Because you know I love this. Yeah, like I had been like saying that I felt I was feeling lonely and I felt like I was like isolated in here and like I and just kind of wanted see, to see. And I was praying about yeah, it, just, honestly. Mm-hmm, and I just wanted to go out and with this COVID 19 and with the Black Lives Matter movement and with everything that's going on, it's so exhausting and, and frustrating, and, and then I found myself being really angry these last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, and I just needed something to kind of center me back, um, and he, literally, he called me and was like, yeah, I got these two beach chairs, I got an umbrella, I got a cooler, uh, <laughs> got, got, got two large beach towels, picked up some uh, Gatorade, yada, yada, uh, yeah, let's leave tomorrow about 11 and head to the beach. Period. <laughs> and he's never like done that before, like that. So like for me, the for I have such a huge smile on my face, and at the same time, I'm looking like, wait, what? Like what? And the fact that I wasn't with him, like making sure he got everything he needed, like he, you know, he picked the blue chair, the black chair. He got some cute little tie. It just, it was funny <laughs> to see what he picked and colorful and bro, like it was just. It just made it funny and just cute and, and, and perfect, and I was super excited. Like, I had my bathing suit and everything all planned out. I had already pre-packed my bag. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, 
Yeah, he came in talking about you. It's like first day of school type stuff. No, for yeah. real, because the way you. No. <laughs> I was so, Lisa, I was so, I'm serious. And I, I, I did. I must admit, I felt like a kid. And I was going to say, it sounded like summer love. Yeah, and I just was like, wow, this is crazy. And he held, you know, he held his own. We went out Saturday, and I so mine. I thought, like, wow, me and him kind of got tipsy a bit and that we wouldn't really make it to the beach. My man set an alarm, okay? And he and did. It was, it just, it blew me. It blew me. And when we went to the, we spent like six and a half hours mm-hmm. at the beach, just him and I, took some cards, playing dominoes. And then we spent like over an hour or something, just him and I in the actual ocean, like the water. Mm-hmm. And it just, we were collecting seashells and it just was different. And it just was different. So when he says make memories, I have to agree with that a hundred percent because sometimes we forget who we are and how much fun mm-hmm. we can have with one another. Uh, if we just stop, pause, and just just go, like kind of get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think creating those memories is is everything. We even have a shell that we picked out of the thousands that we found, <laughs> and that one is going to signify this this date because it was just it was just that good to me. Mm, yeah, uh, it was yeah. super th- therapeutic, and and I just look at Twan just a bit different now. Uh, in love, for sure, and it is it's definitely it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So the main points that you should have gathered from that conversation is that when consulting your friends and family, be careful what you share. Also be transparent. Keep it spicy. Keep it fresh. If you're a traveling relationship where one person is in one state and another person is in another state, figure out a creative way to keep the spark. Um, Also, I think a Another piece of advice, um, if you didn't receive from the words that were shared, is that settling is something that doesn't happen when you are confident in sharing your needs. So when you are confident in saying, this is what I like and this is what I don't like, settling does not become a norm. It's not something that you're even okay with doing. So if you're in a situation right now where you feel like you're settling, Ask yourself, do you compromise yourself or the things that you enjoy more than enjoying the relationship? And if you find yourself doing that more, like if you find yourself being okay or justifying so many things in your relationship that you wouldn't if you were just dating, you might need to reevaluate, write down your pros and cons. You might need to figure out, okay, why do I feel like I'm settling? Um, Or... Sometimes I think it's important to just reflect in general. Even if your relationship is going great, I think it's important to reflect on why is it going so well and um, not in a bad way because sometimes we question our relationships or we question the things and say like, why is this happening and why is this good for me? No, I'm saying write down um, the progress so that you can go back and reflect on that so that you can be aware if you ever get in a hard time in your relationship and know like, okay. That was difficult at that time, but I know that I can persevere because of this moment. This is the part of the episode called Let's Talk About It, where I talk about anything and everything. Let's talk about the fact that being in a relationship It's super hard. It's super difficult because like um, it was shared during the episode, you 
you have to understand who you are so much more than like just the base level because things that you didn't even know about yourself will just start to almost show their face in in a good and a bad way. And so um, if you're in a relationship, I encourage you all to just take your time. Know that you are not perfection and neither is your partner. Um, if you're not in a relationship and you're looking for that partner, be aware that everybody is not going to be your somebody. And that does not make them less than or you greater than. Um, if you have just gotten out of a relationship, I encourage you to be aware that all of those things that you learned in your previous relationship can really propel you in your next one. Or you might be needing to get back with that person, but you need some time. You need some space. Um, so evaluate yourself. Evaluate the situation. Evaluate the relationship so you can be aware of how to move forward in a positive and a safe way. So the it's of the week this week are as follows. The song of the week is coming from Queen Naja and it's called Butterflies. I feel like her voice is really, really soothing. Um, so I want y'all to check that out if y'all have some time. Also, if y'all haven't noticed, I love me some R&B. So majority of the songs of the week are going to be R&B. Occasionally, I'll throw in some hip hop, some reggae, maybe even some country, um, some indie. But for the most part, R&B is the vibe. And the scripture of the week is from Philippians 4, verse 7. Well, actually, Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. And it really says, don't worry about anything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So don't worry about anything. This week, for sure, I was extremely emotional about some personal things. And this scripture is like ministering over my heart at this specific time. I don't know about you, but my prayer journey and my um, spiritual relationship has been lackluster within these last couple of months due to COVID. Yes, I'm using the excuse of COVID, but it's really not something I should use as an excuse. I really have just fallen off the bandwagon because I have not been inside of a facility that would encourage me or force me to um, get in my word. So this scripture is really just telling me to not lean on my own understanding. I only can get myself half the way. And God is really going to be the person that moves my feet to where they're supposed to be. And when I try to force my own feet to be in these different places, that is when I make no progress. Lastly, the blessing of the week. The blessing of the week this week for me is just, I'm personally working on my discipline. Like I just shared earlier, my spiritual relationship has not been up to par. And so I'm going to work on that. Honestly, um, 
And it's become something that I'm aware of, which is why it's the blessing. And I'm grateful that I'm seeing it and I'm seeing how my my mood is being impacted by the lack of relationship I'm having consistently with Christ. So if you are having an imbalance, if you're feeling overwhelmed, figure out what are the things that you were doing before you were overwhelmed and how do you integrate those back into your life so that you don't feel the same overwhelming feeling and overwhelming feeling again. Thank y'all so much for listening to Pocket of Change, the podcast recorded and broadcasted every Sunday for listeners like you. Make sure to share, comment, or leave a review, subscribe, and stay up to date with all new episodes. Like I always say, and please remember, stay wise, stay humble, and always stay lifted. God bless y'all.